Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football full circle on the right, fake to Armstrong, run, hook five, put it to the end zone, touchdown! <laughs> Launches down the middle for McCluskey, and he puts three. Touchdown! Touchdown! They take the lead with three seconds. Patterson to the end zone, drives his way in. Virginia Tech has won it. All right, here we go. College football full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you, buddy? Carver, don't don't address me as Joe. I want you to address me the way you would address Nick Saban, oh, okay? here we go. All right? I'm here sorry. Go. I got to start. Right. You, you can't address at, me like that. At go for the two. At go for the two. How about that? Um, uh, is that something? You gotta that, give it that, to prime time, isn't I was, it? I was, I was gonna like save that for later because it's not obviously. There's actually a lot of big stories going on. You have SEC. I don't know why they call it SEC Media Day, by the way, Joe. Just call it SEC Media Week because they spend the entire week down there with everybody. But since everybody's talking and it's talking season and the coaches are all doing that, we'll start with Dion because that was hilarious yesterday. Uh, of course, uh, Jackson State, the SWAC, they had their little uh, media sessions. And Deion Sanders, who me and you actually talked about last week, saying the only reason he took that job is to prepare himself to take over at Florida State when they whacked Mike Norvell. Um, basically, a reporter was you know, calling him Dion, and he said, you wouldn't call Nick Saban that. Meanwhile, the reporter has documented called Nick Saban Nick about a billion <laughs> times when he's talked to him. What was the deal with Dion yesterday, Joe? That was so bizarre. But that's Dion, Dion, Dion. It is. I love the suit, too. Rocking the suit, Dion. He's great. Uh, Hall of Fame player, one of the best polarizing players at his days with Bobby Bowden at Tallahassee and Florida State. Great player, Super Bowl champ. Doesn't get better than that in terms of trying to turn around Jackson State and, more importantly, a stepping stone, right, to the potential of a Power 5 program. We talked about it before that. I thought they should have hired Dion over Mike Norvell in Tallahassee, especially when you look at his resume and what Mike Norvell has done in just driving the Seminoles to the ground in year number one. It's part of it's part of bringing eyes to your program, though, too. You know, uh, Dion right. understands the media perspective. He understands in terms of the hype and in terms of getting eyes on his program. And even sometimes negative criticism, right, is positive. I, and that's the thing, Joe. Like, when you go back and finally watch it, like, I had only heard it yesterday, and then this morning I finally got to see some of the clips of it. The whole thing, honestly, Joe, like, looked staged to me. Like, it looked like Dion sat there, knew that he was eventually going to do that to somebody, and then he tweeted later, you know, it was the end of the media, I stayed longer than I was supposed to, I wasn't getting up and leaving early, blah, 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 blah. But dion has got, like, the smile on his face, and, like, right. basically, the guy called him Dion. I mean, he just got up out of the chair laughing and walked away. I think the whole thing, you're right, this is Dion drawing attention to Dion, not even so much Jackson State. I don't think he cares about drawing attention to Jackson State, Joe. I think he cares about drawing attention to Dion. That's what matters to him. <laughs> well, 
but, but that's what it's all about. It's a marketing tool. As Dion right. goes, so does the program, right? That's yes. how you get recruits yes. in. He's down in the three. It looked like a five-piece suit. I, I, I got to get me one of those. I mean, that was a fantastic suit. I mean, in terms of wardrobe, he knocks it out of the park. There's nobody that could go toe-to-toe in terms of Deion Sanders in, in terms of his wardrobe. So, love what he did. The other thing, too, is he is a little bit right, though. In terms of the media days with Nick Saban, it's like, oh, you can't talk to Nick that way. Hey, yeah, Nick, you win geez. seven national championships. I would like to ask Nick Saban this. Nick, with all your money, right? With all Nick Saban's money, why do you go with the dye out of a box like Revlon? Can't you have somebody dye your hair? We're going to call him Goldie soon. Look at Joe taking the swing at Coach Saban in early on in the show here. All right, um, I'm going to save my biggest thing from yesterday, which is Dabo Swinney. I'm going to save that, Joe, for when we come back, because I know we only have a couple of minutes here, and I think that that's too big of a topic. I don't want to rush through it about him talking about the playoff. I'll go to Lane Kiffin first. Um, he had some interesting things to say. Of course, we know he's a huge personality in the SEC now, you know, saying I have the best quarterback in the league. Of course, I'm going to say that. But I thought him basically, uh, he almost fell down at the podium when they told him that Bryce Young was going to get a million in NIL deals. He goes, he hasn't even played a game yet. I thought that that was some pretty honest stuff from Lane Kiffin as well there. It really is, and Lane's another coach that gets it, right? He's always on Twitter. That's how he gets his recruits. He's fun. He understands the culture and the landscape of college football and drawing eyes to Oxford and Ole Miss. So that's what it's all about for Lane, but he's probably because Lane Kiffin, I think, is only making two, three million in, in Oxford, right? So to see Bryce, Bryce Young get, grab a million, he'll be driving the Bentley down, down when they play the Ole Miss Rebels, right? And I think that that's where one of the things, Joe, that's going to be so different about these kids now, quote unquote, getting paid legally. You know, for these deals, we know the stories. Kids been getting paid money under the table for years, whatever the deal is. But now it's public. And now you kind of know that Bryce Young's going to get a million bucks or, or combined from sponsoring a couple different places. And he hasn't played really a game yet. That does add some pressure to what, you know, you're going to do before you step on the field because now people know, Joe. I said it before. I said it before with the NIL deals in terms of Auburn and LSU, respectively. Bo Nix and Miles Brennan. What happens with them? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, Joe. And something that we're going to talk about all year long. College football full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi right here. Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. We're just getting going. We're going to come back. Dabo Swinney doesn't want an expanded playoff. I wonder why. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. 
All right, then we're back. College football full circle right here, Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. So part of SEC and ACC Media Weeks, Joe. Uh, the ACC is finally getting together today. They kind of did somewhat yesterday. Everybody was getting into town, and I thought the biggest thing was Dabo Swinney, of course, head coach of Clemson. And everybody wants the expanded playoff, Joe. We know this. Uh, it's It's been four for a couple years, and that was after so long of not having a playoff yet. You know, a national title game, then you had four teams. Now everybody wants eight, or they want 12, they want 25. You know, everybody wants more playoff teams, always. Dabble says no. He's against a 12-team playoff. He doesn't think there's 12 teams good enough to win the national title. He doesn't think right. that there's sometimes four teams good enough to win the national title. Now... I kind of can see a little bit where Dabo's coming from. I don't want to play more games. But, Joe, I think I know what this really comes down to. He doesn't want to play more games because it's more chances that he can get picked off and not be in the championship game every single year. See, that's the, yeah, that's that's... the thing. That's why Alabama and Clemson and the Ohio States are going to say, no, we don't want to expand the playoff because they're in it every year. They don't want to invite more people to the party. I agree with that wholeheartedly in terms of your assessment and in, in breaking down what Dabo said, but I have to agree with them in, in one capacity. The problem of expansion to 12 is that I don't want to see the regular season become non-existent or non-important for college football. That's the one thing that we have right now when you look at college football and every other sport is that there is no preseason. We come out with these interconference games week one, right? Clemson and, and Georgia. We have later in the month Month. We have Auburn and Penn State. We have Ohio State and Oregon. Those games matter, right? So all eyes are on those games early on. If you slip up, you might not make the college football playoff. And guess what? That's what is so unique about college football is that these games matter. If we expand to 12 in a couple of years, which we're going to do, the problem is, is that that late season game would let's say LSU and Alabama might not be important anymore because Alabama's locked up the West. So what they're going to do is maybe they rest a player here and there or they rest a few players for the title run. And, and that's where these games then become watered down. And we're more like college basketball as opposed to college football. And that's the one downside to expansion that I agree with Dabo Swinney. Like, I get what he's saying in the one aspect. Like, if you look at the 12 teams that would have been at the end of the college football playoff rankings last year, I mean, Mm -hmm. 10, Iowa State, 11, Indiana, 12, Coastal Carolina. Are are all those teams or any of them as good as Alabama and Clemson? No. No. Uh, Of course they're not. But I think that what we want, Joe, is we want to try to make college football as close to March Madness as we could possibly make it. Because everybody loves March Madness because it's one and done. There's 68 teams. Anybody could win the tournament every year. You know, you, you get surprises. You get upsets. And I feel like everybody wants to add more teams because there is a chance that once out of every three or four years, a Coastal Carolina will, let's say, beat Texas A&M in the first round. Or, you know, uh, maybe one year Florida can upset Clemson. At a, you know, there's there's people always want upsets. And when you keep it at four, you're never going to get an upset because they're the four best teams. People want to see the 12 or the 11 try to get a chance to knock those teams off and see those teams have to play an extra couple games and make it harder on them to win a national title. Agreed. And and I understand that point. And the other problem, though, is this, though, Carver, is that when you look at that, in the end, it's still the big boys that win it, right? And of course. you still get that App State-Michigan <laughs> game. That's what everybody wants to see, is that App State upset in the big house against Michigan. You want to see the 42-point underdog in Stanford and Jim Harbaugh knock off Pete Carroll and the USC Trojans. That's what everybody wants. And I understand that. The problem is, though, is that on a consistent basis, you're not going to get that year to year. The other problem is this, is that, you know, when you just look at it as a whole, it it is important for the recruiting aspect as well. It waters down the product. So if you get these games like Coastal Carolina and they get blown out, it really doesn't do anything for the sport. It's great to have that one game where they might match up against Alabama and on any given Saturday anything could happen, but at the end of the day, wouldn't you rather have the best teams playing as opposed to just the fan base? And here's the other aspect. Controversy has always been a part of college football. I don't want to take away from that by really trying to to narrow it down to the best team. Go back to 1990. We had a split national 
national championship with Colorado and Georgia Tech, 1997, Michigan and Nebraska. The debate is what builds the sport. The casual fan wants to see expansion because they want to see the best team, but the diehards don't want to see expansion because the controversy is what it's all about. No, you're right, Uh, and it's a fascinating topic because no matter what happens, Joe, whether you stay at four or you go to eight or you go to 12 or you go to 16, guess what? There's always going to be a team that thinks they should have been in it. It doesn't exactly. matter. You you still see it in basketball. What are we? What's the biggest thing we talk about? There's 68 freaking teams in the tournament, and what's the biggest thing we talk about the last week, two weeks leading into it? Well, who's on the bubble? Well, who's gonna get left out? Well, who's, and that's all we do. Whether it's the ninth team or the 13th team or the 17th team, it's all discussion, Joe. And it's just more. Let's try to squeeze another team in. I like it because it's more games we can bet on. It's more games we can watch and things like that. And it is a better chance for one of those teams to get bumped. But at the end of the day, you know who the best teams are. And it's just that simple. Right. And everybody, though, Carver, will go like this. But what about UCLA? UCLA almost knocked off Gonzaga, Jimmy Juzang, and the crew, right? But I feel like basketball is a little bit different. One player can actually change the landscape of a college basketball game. If that player is hot, like Evan Mobley and and USC, they can run the table. If if you get that hot player, right, in in terms of Steph Curry and Davidson back in his days there. So, So that's the difference, though in basketball as opposed to football. When you look at the end of the day, there was nobody that was competing with the Alabama offensive-defensive lines of last year. As good as Ohio State was and Justin Fields and how they dominated the Clemson Tigers, they got abused by the Alabama interior line. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, A couple other things from yesterday. Kirby Smart spoke at SEC Media Day, Media Week. Um, And and here's one thing that I thought was very interesting he said, Joe. He said he's not worried about expectations. He can't worry about it. He's just got to coach his team. I'm sorry, Joe. He's lying. Like, he does have to worry (laughs) about it. No, but, Joe, we like Kirby, but he does have to worry about expectations because guess what? You've been preseason top five now, bunch of years in a row. Every time you play Alabama, a couple times you've had leads against him and yacked it up. Like, he could say that all he wants, Joe, but there is expectations. He needs to finally put that big ring on his finger and win something. Oh, I agree. And what's the difference between, at this point in his career, uh, of Kirby Smart and Mark Richt, right? Mark Richt was known as never getting over the hump, never being able to win the big one against Alabama. I mean, it's the same thing for Kirby Smart. Uh, He did win a a college football playoff game, you know, outcoached Lincoln Riley in terms of that game against Oklahoma, and had, you mentioned, Alabama on the ropes. Couldn't pull that game out, didn't make adjustments, went status quo in terms of the fourth quarter in Oklahoma. Overtime, And then how about the SEC championship game? He had an opportunity. They kicked the field goal. I believe they went up 17. It was a fourth and one. You're up 14 points. Roll the dice. Gamble a little bit. You got Nick Saban on the ropes. That's your Buster Douglas moment. He didn't take it. He didn't take it and seize the opportunity. He laid up like tin cup. No, he really did. And you just, you got to get it done one of these years. And he's got the big quarterback this year with JT Daniels. Uh, he spoke yesterday. This, is, this team's a lot, a lot more than just JT. And he's right about that. We know that. You just said it. It takes more than one guy to win college football games and to win a national title. But um, there's, there's a lot of expectations for me because you're right. He's running down that road now where he needs to get something done or else the comparisons do start. To guys like him just before him who did not uh, able to cross that finish line. And it's so important. All right, Joe. College football full circle right here. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM. Channel 204. We've got a lot more to do, Joe. How about Coach Terry Bowden up next from ULM? We're going to chop it up with him right here on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle right here. Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. Joe, we are very happy to have with us right now the head coach, of course, of the University of Louisiana Monroe, and that is Terry Bowden. Coach, thank you so much for a few minutes here. Of course, as we know, you were at Auburn, you were at, Ar- uh, you were at Akron a couple years at Clemson helping out Dabo down there. But now, Coach, you get back on the sideline down at ULM. Got to be excited here heading into your first season. I mean, you get exactly. And if you're going to take over a program, and this is the sixth program, and hopefully my last at 65 years old, take over a program that's 0 and 10 last year, never led in a ball game, and so only one way to go: win one game, uh, you had a better year. <laughs> Coach, always a pleasure to, to talk shop with you. In terms of changing the culture, you did it at Akron. You took over that program. They were 2-22 and 22 previous, the, the previous two years that you took it over. What's the biggest thing that you had to do and what you have to do at UL Monroe to change the culture? Buy-in. I mean, Joe, you got to get, get the buy-in to a dream, to a vision. I mean, I can't show them what ULM has done. In fact, ULM has... I want to say 26 losing seasons in their 27 years as a Division One team. But you've got to get buy-in somehow. And that's buy-in to where I've been, what success I've had, the coaches I've brought in, uh, where uh, history has shown we've been able to do with programs like this. And then you get buy-in. You get people supporting the program financially. You get players transferring in the portal. You get high school guys saying, I want to be a part of this new thing that's going on. But you got to have a good vision because there's nothing – that they can see from last year or the past that they probably want to be a part of. And, Coach, kind of an extension of that. I, I was looking, and you put up, obviously, you're very active on Twitter, which is which is great to see, right. and you have to be as a head coach at the college level these days. You've, right. got, you've got some videos of you guys. You're already, like, demolitioning uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the facilities there. You're ripping right. stuff down. You're rebuilding it up. And I think it just goes to a bigger picture. How different is it now? You know, as a head coach at college, you can go on social media. You can put up a video of you guys remodeling the facilities. Whereas, you know, geez, 25 years ago at Auburn, it was such a different situation. How much has that changed for you as a college football head coach? Different different world. Different world. If anything happened, you know, I believe all things happen for a reason. You get moved around. New AD comes in and moves you out at Akron. What does that lead you at your age? It led me to Clemson. So here I was in probably one of the best, the best finance programs in America, winning two national championships in the last five years. And, all, and, I, and I'm able to, like, almost like a sabbatical. Yes, I'm an analyst, but I'm also viewing every part of their program. And a huge part of building a program today is social media. I mean, the perception of what your, your facilities are, of your program, everything is what you put on the, the Internet. Uh, and then now that you're talking about the future with NIL, you better have people. I bring in a full-time graphics coordinator who comes in and, and projects a program. Uh, from December 23rd of this year till today, we are the number one Division One program in America for increased 
uh, viewership of our social media page, Twitter page. That's what we have to do. I don't think I would have quite understood that without going to Clemson and watching how they have built their program over the last five, ten years. Coach, look at the out-of-conference games. I mean, you got more key yeah. wins when you were at Akron against Pittsburgh, and then you followed it up in the last season against Pat Fitzgerald in Northwestern. How important are those out-of-conference games? You play Jackson State and Dion. You play Kentucky and LSU this year in terms of getting your team prepared for the conference. All right. Well, I mean, you talked about two different types of non-conference games. We'll probably be head-to-head with Jackson State probably this year. Get up even Steven. I imagine they're, they feel like we're probably a W on their schedule. Uh, they're one we have a chance. But when you talk about Kentucky and uh, LSU, you're talking about money games, Joe. And early in your career there, early in your time at a place, you play those to help your budget. You'd like to get it down to one Power 5 school. Not two, and, and we will do that here, but we're still getting two to pay bills. Now, eventually, whether it will be year two, three, four, or five, because we almost beat Michigan in our second or third year at, uh, uh, at Akron. You remember that, Joe? Um, you, eventually, you're going to get one. You, you, you go there on the right day. We got Pittsburgh the year before the coach went to Wisconsin. We got Northwestern the year they won the Big Ten division, which is the Big Ten championship, but it doesn't come a lot. They wouldn't be paying you over a million dollars if they expect you to beat them. So you got to be ready. But first of all, you got to have one or two on your program to, to build your budget up and improve those facilities that you want to build. College football full circle here on Sirius XM Channel 204. We're talking with Coach Terry Bowden of University of Louisiana Monroe. Uh, Coach, you have a very familiar name on your staff as well. Uh, Former Michigan coach Rich Rodriguez, of course his son Rhett at quarterback. Talk about having Rich on the staff with you. It's always good to have great football minds around you, Terry, and, and I believe that Rich is one of those. Yeah, we're only as strong as our assistant coaches, and, and that's a very unique situation. I'm not sure Rich and anybody or me and anybody would have worked like Rich and I. Rich uh, played at West Virginia a few years after I did. First Division One job was as offensive coordinator for my brother Tommy at Tulane, followed him to Clemson as the coordinator, went on to West Virginia, went on to uh, Michigan, and went on to Arizona, uh, and then a, a coordinator. I got him because I, was, I, re- I recruited his son as a quarterback transfer out of, out of Arizona, and out of you know, just out of a hope and a hope and a prayer, I said, "Hey, hey, Rich, does your son have an offensive coordinator you can bring along with him?" And and really, Rich cost way too much for this program. But I think I, I kept trying to sell him, "Hey, you got a couple of years, coach your son, coach your son. You're going to be a head coach again. You know it. I know it. You're a great coach. Take a couple of years to coach your son." 1979, there was not a greater enjoyment as a coach that we bowed and said, "My dad, the head coach, Tommy, a GA, Terry, a GA." Jeff would walk on. We went undefeated before we lost Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl. Coach, I want to talk about the conference. Not giving it enough credit, right? When you look at the bowl games, this team is very competitive. You have some quality teams within the conference. Talk a little bit deeper about that in 2021. Well, arguably the best conference that's in the group of five. I, I have a lot more respect for the MAC because I coached in it. And I know how quality, how good the football is, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, all those areas up there. I have a lot more respect for the MAC than they do down south where they think football's king. But this is probably the toughest uh, group of five conference teams that win, teams that go into bowls and play other conferences. They're successful at that. Thank goodness while I was at Akron, I played Lafayette, played Appy State, played Troy, and I got a good feel for the conference. Not that we were better than all those schools, and we, we did beat uh, Lafayette when we were at, at, at Akron, but I got a good feel for how high you got to go, how far you got to go at ULM to be competitive at those schools. You know, Coach, you mentioned uh, ULL, and of course, you're uh-huh. going to that to that school now, and you've got the battle on the bayou, as always, and I'm sure that all the ULM uh, alumni, the backers, everybody, one of the first things they said is, we got to break this little skit against Lafayette here, Coach. you got to get us on the roll yeah. here. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, everybody's got a rival. I mean, at, at Akron, it was Kent State, 11 miles apart with the stadium. We won our last four in a row. We won five out of seven. That's what you're supposed to do. And no matter where I've been, West Virginia Pitt, Florida, Florida State, Auburn, Alabama, Clemson, South Carolina, everywhere you go, there's a rival that you better beat. Now, unfortunately, this isn't Akron-Kent, where both of us were usually at the bottom of the conference. This is ULM at the bottom, 
and Lafayette at the top. So you've got once you can be competitive against them and maybe beat them. Now you're now you're you're ready to, to win the conference or to compete for the conference. So it's a pretty rough rough uh, hoe to row, but that is our goal. We've got to get competitive. Now the thing that that happened here, which I I wish it hadn't, we stopped playing La Tech. You know, La Tech is 30 miles mm-hmm. away, but they joined a different conference. We're joining another conference. We don't play each other. Now, there's the rival that should be here. Me and Skip Holtz ought to find a way to get our two teams to play because we're only 30 miles apart and we don't play each other. Hey, Coach, you, you've been on both sides of the spectrum, right? AP Coach of the yeah. Year at Auburn, and then you lead Akron to their first bowl win in school history. Most wins in school history. Which is more fulfilling for you? Uh, well, Auburn are, 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 you know, that's a great question, Jokes. I think it has a lot to do with where you are in your career, where you are in, 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 in your growth in this profession. Auburn was obviously my first year at division at Power 5 level, first coach to ever go undefeated, to beat Alabama, the defending national champion, to go 20 straight. That was That's kind of one of those defining points in your career. To Auburn people, that will always be the defining point. But when I look at Akron and the fact that Akron also had never won a bowl game and only been to one and never won eight games, it, it's as fulfilling as an older coach to go into a program like that and have a huge win that I think that's the first the first Big Ten win they had in 100 years. They never had one before. So that was a huge win there that, that I hold proud. But I'll tell you this, I, at 65 years old, this is the first job. I'm not looking for another one. I'm looking to build this one up, build the facilities, build the wins, and hopefully in five or six years, turn this over to one of my assistants as a winning program. So to ask me again, put me on this show again in five years, and let's see, this this would be the defining moment in, in the end of my career, uh, and I would love nothing more to do than to turn this into a winning program. You already got the sledgehammer out at those facilities, Coach. You're doing a great job already, my man. Listen, Coach, uh, we can't thank you enough for a few minutes here. Best of luck this season. I know you're going to make it happen at ULM. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. And Joe, we've been together 25 years in this business. You're the best in the business. I know y'all's program by far. There's none better. Thanks, there Coach. Always a pleasure. There he is. Coach Terry Bowden at University of Louisiana Monroe. Joe, we'll come back. We'll talk about that. We've got more to do as well. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sirius XM, Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Joe, great stuff there from Coach Bowden. Uh, we know he's got a very, very tough 
you know, wait, long way to go, as we should say, at ULM. That's uh, They did not win a game last year. We've talked a lot about how the Sun Belt is a conference with a bunch of teams that are starting to get on the rise. A lot of work for Terry to do, but if anybody can get it done, he can, Joe. He knows how to do it. Oh, he can definitely get it done. And the biggest thing about Coach is that he's never, um, in terms of learning, he's always learning and understanding the game better. He's not afraid to do that. He was a graduate assistant on Dabo's staff, didn't didn't do anything in terms of pay, To went on and just studied. He became a full-time student again. And that's what he was able to do in terms of understanding the game right here, right now, in terms of maybe what he missed at Akron. So he's always putting his teams in a position to win games. He's He's always prepared and an excellent game planner. So this team will be much more improved. They'll close the gap, might not win a lot of games, but look to years two and three for progression out of UL Monroe. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and best of luck to Coach Bowden. We'll be definitely checking in on ULM throughout the season. A uh, couple of the teams we didn't get to yesterday. We did a bunch of group of five um, teams and conferences, Joe. We did not touch on a few. Conference USA really left behind a lot of teams of course left that conference and now you're left with a bunch of teams that really don't get a lot of publicity marshall was a pretty good team last year joe out of that conference they have a big time quarterback in grant wells what do you think of the thundering herd as we get going here for the 2021 season well, it's interesting because Grant Wells burst on the scene, right? Six touchdowns against Western Kentucky, right? Everybody was like, Grant Wells for the Heisman. I love this guy. 59 nothing, Marshall, 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 right? And then all of a sudden, uh, clean up on aisle six. Grant Wells, you know, he, he didn't show up here. The, the second half of the season, Marshall limped down the stretch, lost the bowl game as well, no cover. He only had 18 touchdowns. Charles Huff takes over for Doc Holliday. He's a younger coach. That they ran Doc Holiday out of town, which was amazing. The the actual boosters did and and the board, right? They wanted a younger head coach. When I look at this team overall, they bring back a lot of talent. And the biggest thing, too, in terms of their win total that we'll touch on a little bit later, a very manageable schedule. They play East mm-hmm. Carolina, NC Central, at Navy to open it up. Grant Wells is a good quarterback. He's not elite, but this team could be at least an eight or a nine win football team in 2021. No, I think they definitely can, Joe. I mean, they, they have the one tough game going to Appalachian State. Uh, that is a tough game on a Thursday night. You know, that's nice. You talk about a good spot for those two universities, Joe. Getting a primetime game on a Thursday on ESPN, Marshall and Appalachian State. You know, I know that me and you will 100% be watching. That's for sure for a game you know, like you that know. on a Thursday. That's a fun game. Oh, it is, but you know, the, the Rice game last year was the hot game everybody was talking about. I was doing in-game yeah. live last year, and like, oh, I want to see Rice. I laid the wood with Marshall. I'm like, Marshall and Grant, why key in on that game? That was like the hot game last year, and they got abused. They lost that game 20 to nothing as a double-digit favorite to Rice, and then they lost three straight down the stretch, so they're going to need to step up. The biggest thing is that they only allowed 13 points per game, but Doc Holliday was a defensive-minded coach. What do you get now with Charles Huff? New type of scheme offensively and defensively. They do bring back seven starters on offense. They have a good running back in Sheldon Evans. But, you know, defense is where they're going to have to hang their hat. Two big defensive tackles and Jerome Edwards and Kroom. Can they progress from last year? That's the concern because Doc Holliday, one of the best game planners in college football, doesn't get enough credit. Does this defense take a minor step back this season? And they actually open on the road at Navy we'll on know Saturday, right there. September 4th. And they're actually two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're the road favorite at Navy here. Better Joe, quarterback. Early on at FanDuel. But you're right. Better quarterback. But we always know Navy can be tricky to play. It's a tricky oh, game especially- always. But Marshall, definitely the better quarterback. Well, exactly, especially since the triple option is a lot different in in practice situations than it is in game speed. We know that. Now, the problem with Navy last year, right, when they played BYU is we didn't know that Kenny N, right, Niamalaloho, didn't have his team hit all summer because of COVID, right? And that was the concern that when they got abused by BYU, bigger physical offense and defense alignment, they were like a deer in the headlights. So nobody knew that. So do they take a different approach in 2021? But on paper, you got to say Marshall has the type of offense to challenge Navy over the top. The biggest thing about beating the triple option, you have to jump up on them early. Fast tempo, force them out of their game plan. If you allow them to hang around, you're going to lose that type a game. 
No, no question about it. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on Marshall. I did want to talk about, now this team's not in a conference. They're not in the group of five per se. But BYU, of course, had a lot of attention last year. A lot of it was mm-hmm. because of Zach Wilson, who is now, as we know, off to the NFL to run for his life with the New York Jets. Uh, <laughs> Kalani, Kalani Sataki, of course, uh, the head coach there uh, in Provo. Well, what do you think of BYU? Now, last year, they, they, they usually schedule very well. Joe, they play a lot of the Pac-12 teams. They do a good job. Last year, they lost a lot of those games, so they had to fill it with all these kind of smaller games, and they whacked everybody till they played Coastal Carolina. This is a tough schedule for BYU. Now, they open up in Vegas against Arizona. They play Utah, of course, in the Holy War. You've got Arizona State. They've got uh, Utah State, Boise, Baylor, Washington State, Virginia, USC. Some really tough games on the BYU schedule this year for Sataki. And without Zach Wilson, the experienced quarterback, right? right? The biggest thing was the offensive line was mature. And do we really take that 10-plus win season last year as a dominant effort? They played North Alabama, an FCS team. They lost to Coastal Carolina, right? I mean, that was one of the best teams on their schedule, and they got hit in the mouth. I understand it was a short notice, but you look at some of the teams that they beat. UCF at the end of the year, that UCF defense, we talked about it yesterday, gave up 500-plus total yards per game. Houston, they they abuse. Dana Holgerson doesn't coach defense. So when you look at the schedule, it's going to be very difficult. Arizona with a new head coach on a neutral field. They haven't found a way to beat Utah and Kyle Whittingham. Charlie Brewer's there. Got to give the edge to Utah. Arizona State with Jaden Daniels. That USF game is very difficult with Jeff Scott. We talked about Kelly Joyner yesterday, right? That's a team that's up and coming. So keep an eye out for the Bulls in that matchup. And then Bronco Mendenhall in Virginia is a better coach than Sataki. I'll tell you that. He's his job last year with that season in terms of they were going to run him out of Provo basically if he was under 500 and then at USC if Clay Helton loses to the BYU Cougars and Baylor Romney games are taken over for Zach Wilson and Tyler Algiers give me a break I don't even want to hear it I do not even want to hear it this is a six-win football team in 2021 Wow, how about that? And uh, they open up in Vegas, of course, against Arizona, who, uh, listen, uh, Arizona, they really stink. You hate Arizona. I can't. They cost me so much money last year, Joe. I cannot get involved uh, at all with Arizona. I was looking for a BYU win total. I don't see one up yet for BYU. I'm sure as we get closer to kickoff, we'll be able to find one. Uh, But on opening night in Vegas, they are 11.5-point favorites against Arizona, Joe. But that's because of how bad Arizona was, right? Kevin Sumlin, I mean, 70, you lose the, to Arizona State, 70-plus. Jaden Daniels and the Sun Devils are still running on Arizona, right? So <laughs> that that's the overreaction is that, oh, Zach Wilson, everybody remembers how dominant BYU is. Now, Isaac, uh, Isaac Rex is a solid tight end, takes over for Matt Bushman that tore his Achilles. Can they get the football team? The biggest thing about BYU is that from a physicality pers- uh, perspective, Carver, the kids are two and three years years older because they go on missions, right? So the they're more mature in the interior offense and defensive line play. So when you look at this defense as a whole, they only gave up 119 rushing yards to opposing offenses. They struggle typically with speed teams, teams that could stretch them vertically over the top. Arizona has a speed advantage. I'd be inclined to take the 11 and a half with a new head coach and new talent, even though Grant Cannell transfers out. I would take the Wildcats plus the 11 and a half week one on a neutral field. I did find a win total for BYU, Joe. I see seven at some books. So seven, the BYU win total. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's hard because at Baylor, even though Baylor's down with Dave Aranda and they're in complete disarray, that's a winnable game, but it's on the road. At Washington State with Nick Rolovich, mm, uh, that, that, that that's a toss-up. I think they definitely lose to Virginia, USC, Arizona's possible, and Utah, the, and Arizona State. So there's four. Utah, Arizona State, USC, and Virginia, in my opinion, four losses. So do you think they could yeah. get... I mean, no. they could lose to they could lose to Baylor and Wash State. We'll give they them one. Absolute, so they now could absolutely lose those games. They could lose one or two of those games. There's no doubt. Boise I, I, State, they play too. I think the number's fair, Joe. I think seven is the right number. I think that that's a that's a sharp number. That's a good number for BYU. Is seven? I feel with the schedule that you're looking at, and um, 
I'm going to wait on that. It's probably not one I'm going to play, but I think that seven is a very fair number for them so far. Another independent I want to get to uh, because they went 10-1 last year. Out of nowhere, we know Hugh Freeze very well from his time at Ole Miss, and that's Liberty. They're returning 20 starters. Of course, they have Malik Willis at quarterback. They had a couple of big upsets last year. How about Liberty, Joe? How about them? How about you talk about those upsets? They knock off Syracuse. They knock off Virginia Tech on the road, right? And go toe to toe with Bailey Hockman and NC State and lose that ball game 15 14. So, in terms of the most improved team in the ACC last year, it was the NC State Wolfpack. They went toe to toe, could have knocked off three ACC teams. When you look at Malik Willis, one of the most dynamic athletic quarterbacks that transferred from Auburn, he goes to Hugh, uh, Hugh Freeze's system. Just a dynamic playmaker. This was a balanced offense. They rushed and passed for over 200 yards, and you think, oh, they're only offense, right? No. They only allowed, from a defensive perspective, 20 points per game, Carver. They get nine starters back on defense. This defense is going to be much improved. They're experienced. Now, schedule-wise, three games that stand out, all role games, at App State, at Arc State, and at Georgia Southern. But I think this could be a 10-win a, a football team again this year because of the quarterbacks and because of the returning starters in the interior line. They're going to be dominant, I think. I've got the number at 9 right now, Joe. I'm seeing Liberty at 9. They're over under total. And you're right. And you know who else they're playing? They're going to see our boy Terry Bowden down at ULM this year too. ULM on the Liberty schedule could be a well. We have to uh, we have to talk to Coach about that. You know that he, he'll 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 definitely he'll give props. Coach will give an honest assessment about how to break it down, right? And, and when you look at that in terms of in terms of what you have, but. Uh, it's hard. I, I think I might have looked at the wrong schedule here. No, I because don't. I'm looking at Liberty. Hang on, they they play at Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. They play at Troy, which is a difficult game. Army at the end of the year. I think I was looking yeah. at Coastal Carolina, but right. Liberty overall. Those are three tough games. I mean, that Liberty Ole Miss game with Matt Corral and Malik Willis. That's going to be a that total on that's going to be 85. I, you know what? I, I think that, that 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 they can get over this nine as well. And and you know what? Do you think they'd be fa- favorite at Syracuse, Joe? Quickly, do you think they, that when they play that game they, at Syracuse, they beat them last year? They, will they beat be them favored? thirty-eight twenty-one last year. Will they be favored at the dome against yes. Syracuse? That well, shows I would you, say that yeah, shows two and a half, no, I'm not, I'm not saying favorites? a huge favorite. Even if they're one-point no. favorite, it's a story. Right, because, because that shows, if you're Syracuse, that shows you where baby. Syracuse is gone. We've talked about Dino already, where they've gone. Imagine if they're dogs at home to Liberty. Jeez. Uh, college football full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi right here. Sirius XM, Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio. We'll come back and wrap it up, Joe, right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. 
And we're back. College football full circle right here. Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi wrapping this one up. Before we get out of here, and this could be a new thing as we get, as we have a few weeks to go before the season, Joe. At the end of the show each day, I'm going to give you one spread from week one, and you give me a little thought on it. In honor of Coach Bowden being on with us today, today I'll throw you Louisiana Monroe going to Kentucky in week one, September 4th, the noon kickoff, and Terry's catching 29 and a half at your boy Mark Stoops. What do you think, Joe? You love poking the bear, Carver, because I never go against <laughs> Coach Bowden, and more importantly, you go against my team that I picked to steal the SEC East and the Kentucky Wildcats, right? <laughs> now, I will just say this. From a from a, a scheduling standpoint, Kentucky does have a conference game the following week against Missouri. They're going to ground and pound UL Monroe, run the football with Chris Rodriguez, trying to implement Joey Gatewood and Will Levis in terms of the quarterback position. I expect the starters to be out by the third quarter, right? They want to rest those guys up. I could see Coach covering this number. Not going to be easy. They could be getting blown out. But I would I would take the points with UL Monroe. This is clearly not one of my better selections. But I believe in Coach. I believe in Rich Rod to at least have a solid game plan to develop talent, right? That's the biggest thing. You want to develop talent as the, the season progresses. It starts week one. Look for them to come out hot. Look. I love Coach. There's no doubt. Um, I'm laying to 29 and a half with Kentucky in Week One, Joe. I, I mean, I just got it. We're, we're predicting it's big hard. things for Kentucky that they may be a team I that want in the mix in the SEC. That they got to come out Week One and they got to whack ULM. I mean, that's just the way it works. I don't care if the it's starters ULM, out. Here's the backdoor thing. We, covers. I don't want any of that, Joe. I'm laying to right, 29 and a half. Well, you, we know Kentucky's going to win that game. We do. <laughs> I mean. Let's keep in mind, it's just, you know, by how much. I'm going with the UL Monroe Warhawks in that There you go. Good job, Joe Lisi. As always, I will talk to you tomorrow. Our thanks to Coach Terry Bowden from ULM. Great job, as always, by Andrew Torres. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sirius XM Channel 204 on Sports Grid Radio. We'll see you tomorrow. Dispensing little... Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.